How many people do you know that hold on to the letter of the law, but totally miss the meaning of it or the spirit of the law? Good morning, Christian America. That's what we're going to talk about today as we get into Matthew 12. Matthew chapter 12, right at the beginning, Christ is faced with, with the Pharisees, quoting the letter of the law, but what they fail to realize is they fail to realize the spirit of the law. They don't even know the history of their own laws. They don't even know the history of the, pre, of the laws that have been broken and that they're talking about. They try to lay traps for Jesus today, but he, as always, he outsmarts them, he outthinks them because he's all-knowing and he's omnipotent. So let's get right into it. Matthew chapter 12, good morning, Christian America. So good morning, Christian America. Eddie here with the Christian American community and the Christian American t-shirt company coming to you this Wednesday as we come to you every Wednesday. We come to you on Wednesdays to give you a little bit of education, Christian American education. We're going to go through steps of the Bible, steps down through the New Testament to give you an idea of, uh, uh, for those of you that are unfamiliar with the text, that are unfamiliar with the works and the words of Christ, that are unfamiliar with the good deeds that he did and the lessons that he laid forward, uh, forth for us to follow. For those of you or uh, that have never heard these messages, that have never heard these words, that have never heard these stories, or those of you that ha have heard them in the past, trying to reinforce these stories, these truths that Jesus left us. Uh, for those of you who have, who have, uh, who have may have forgotten about it, so we're going to get right into this. And what we'll do is, is I'll read a portion of the text and I'll talk briefly about it, and then we'll continue on just a tidbit down through the. Uh, uh, through Matthew chapter 12. So grab your scripture, uh, grab your Bibles, and turn to Matthew chapter 12 as we as we discuss. It's talking about Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath. Okay, so you know that one of the Ten Commandments is you know to keep holy the Sabbath, right? That is that is the law. That is the law that Moses passed it passed down, or that God passed to Moses and Moses passed down to the Israelites in the book of Exodus. And so, Scripture says, At this time Jesus went through the grain fields on the Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and he began, uh, and, and began to pick some heads of grain and eat them. When the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is unlawful on the Sabbath. So right then and there, he's like, you know, the, the, as normal, as usual in our daily lives, when we try to do good, and we're trying to, because that's that's what Christ is on a mission for. He's on a mission to do good. He's on a mission to spread good news. He's on a mission to heal, to re, to get people to repent. He's on a mission to raise the dead. He's he's uh, cleansing lepers. He's on, he, he's doing all these miracles. He's doing good because he's only got a short amount of time. He's teaching. He's leading. He's healing. He's doing all these things. And when you're trying to do all these good things, there's inevitably. The, the haters out there they're, they're ne inevitably the hypocrites who think they know more than you that want to that want to that take your place of uh, pre uh, prestige or your your place in stature or your place in the company that you work in your place in the organization your place in the church uh, there's always these people that think they know more than you and, and or they know they know the right way to do things and they're uh, quick to point that out to you every chance they get we know who these people we meet people like this on a daily basis, and it's no different from Christ. But he answers them. Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? 
He entered the house of God and he and his companions ate the consecrated bread, which was not lawful for them to do, but only for the priests. Or haven't you read the law of the priests on the Sabbath? Or haven't you read the law that the priests on the Sabbath duty in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are innocent? So what, what Christ references right there is he references 1 Samuel 21. So 1 Samuel 21. And 1 Samuel 21, David is on the run. And his companions are on the run and they don't have any food. And they're hungry. They come across uh, They come across the priest and he's asking them for food. And the priest is like, well, I don't have anything. Uh, I don't have anything for you, and it's the it's 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 the temple. All I have is the holy bread, and you can't eat the holy bread unless you've abstained from women and you're you're, you're right with God. And 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 David kind of chastises the priest, and he's like, "Look, I'm doing good right now. We're doing God's work. We're fighting on behalf of God. We're uh, we're leading. I'm leading these guys in the right direction. So whether we're fighting right now or we're just doing their our, our own daily duties." All of our duties are in service to God. So we're doing what is right. It's time to come off that food because we're hungry and, and we need nourishment. We need to eat. We're going to have to, you know, God understands that there's a, a bigger work afoot right here. I'm on a, on a higher mission than merely keeping this bread uh, locked away for the priest and only the priest. So David sets the standard early, early on. And the, these Pharisees seem not to know about it, seem to have forgotten about it, but Christ, all-knowing, all-being, all, he knows about it, and he tells them about it. He re, Remember what, re, what really happened here. Remember we have a history of this, and essentially getting to the point where I'm on a higher mission. The, the letter of the law doesn't apply to the spirit of the law. And he continues, I tell you, that something, I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. And there he is. He's telling you that, look, that this is something greater than the rules. Okay, this is something greater than the temple. I am something greater than the temple. The, the, the mission that we are on, the mission of my, of my apostles is greater than the temple. The temple is simply a building. It's the people that matter. It's the mission that matter. It's the message that matters. That's what Christ is telling the Pharisees. If you had known what these words mean, I desire mercy and not sacrifice. You would not have condemned the innocent. For the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. He owns the Sabbath. The Sabbath is his day. And they're trying to tell him what he can do on his day. He owns everything. He is the author of the world. He speaks life. He speaks uh, life into existence. He makes the universe from nothing. His limits have no, uh, his his power has no limits. And so it says, going on from that place, he went into their synagogue, and a man with a shriveled hand was there, looking for a reason to to bring charges against Jesus. They asked him. Is it lawful to heal on the Sabbath? See, they're still not getting it. They're still trying to, just, just like those people we know, he's, they're, he, they're trying to paint him into a corner. Either don't live up to your standards 
or do live up to your standards and then break the law, which is our standards, which are also which you also claim. It's almost a no-win situation. If he heals, he's breaking the Sabbath. If he doesn't heal, then he's not really showing compassion like he's been talking about. And that's what these haters try to do to us. They try to put us in a corner to where we're forced to you know, seemingly contradict ourselves or get us into trouble by not uh, doing what we uh, what we're supposed to do, maybe what the boss wants us to, or what you know, uh, what whatever the organization usually does, is trying to paint us in a corner to where uh, to pin us in a corner where we're we're, we're going to be chastised no matter what we do. We're in a no-win situation. But once again, Jesus is smarter and he doesn't fall for it. He explains itself himself. He says he says to them. If any of you has sheep and it falls into a pit on the Sabbath, will you not take hold of it and lift it out? If you have something that's important to you, that's vitally important for you, and it's important in general, and it happens on the Sabbath, it, it, in order to break the letter of the law, of the letter of the rule that's in place, would you not save it? The answer to that is, of course they would save it. They wouldn't let a sheep just fall into the pit and die because it's the Sabbath when that sheep has a greater purpose. That sheep is going to be a sacrifice to God. That sheep is going to feed people. That sheep, the, the wool on it will, will make people warm. It'll be useful. It wouldn't, it wouldn't just let it rot in a pit and die just simply because it's the Sabbath. How much more value is a person than a sheep? Therefore, it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath. And there you go. It's lawful to do good because honoring the Sabbath, that honoring the Sabbath is a way for you to take time out of your life and reflect that God exists and to reflect on your life and what you're doing within your, yourself and your family, and your community. How are we all living in communion? communion with one another how are we all living to to honor him to praise him to glorify him to follow the rules in which he is set 100 that's the purpose of the sabbath to honor to honor god another way you can honor god is by doing good doing the good will doing the good works spreading the good message if you did that you're also honoring god that's the spirit of that law, is that you, you take time out of your day and you, and you dedicate it to Him. But if you're doing good works on behalf of Him, you are dedicating to, to Him. And that's what Christ is telling Him. Christ is saying that it is lawful to do good on the Sabbath because that's the spirit of the law. And that's what Christ did. He came to bring us the spirit of the law. You already have the letter of the law. He's here to bring the spirit of the law. And He said to the man, stretch out your hand so he stretched it out and it was completely restored just as sound as the other but the pharisees went out and plotted how they might kill jesus so even doing the right thing even explaining yourself how many times have we done that how many times have we done the right thing we've done the spirit of the law we've made the sacrifice necessary we did what was necessary somebody didn't like it they tried to paint us in a corner but we still did it anyway and then they use it against us to try to get us fired they use it against us to try to get us in trouble they use it against us and and, and try to get their own gains out of it 
How many times in this world, uh, in this life, has that happened to you? It happened. It, it might happen uh, uh, more often, you know, to us now that we're thinking about it, right? That's jealousy in the world. That's evil in the world. That's evil intent in the world. That's backbiting. That's jealousy. That's that's uh, gossip. That's many many tools. Many many uh, conversations that can be used against you now that you did the right thing. That you. You've lived by the spirit of the law, but not necessarily by the letter of the law. Well, Christ is telling you here today that the spirit of the law is more important. The spirit of the law is more important. And I think we've all come across this. I mean, imagine, imagine, you know, if, you, if you've gotten a speeding ticket, let's just say you got a speeding ticket. The, the speed limit is 55. And now you're going, you get caught going 65. It's 10 miles over the speed limit. Right? It's 10 miles over the speed limit. But there's nobody on the road. There's no traffic to your left and right. You're on a dead highway in the middle of West Texas. Yes, you are breaking this, the letter of the law. But the police in this situation, the overarching uh, goal of them is to serve and protect. To serve and protect. Okay, and if no one is really at harm between going 55 and 65, 65 is a manageable speed. 65 is not an out of control speed. You are not endangering pedestrians on the highway. There is no traffic around you. You are not weaving in and out. You are not uh, failing to signal as you move. If you're just going a little bit faster, but you're not a danger, if you get pulled over, you should only get a warning. You're not technically following the letter of the law. And if you get a ticket, then so be it. You deserved it. But the point being is that there's a difference between the spirit of the law, why the law is in place, and the letter of the law of how it was actually worded. And we deal with this in our daily lives all the time. If the systems of government, that's why we have a whole court system to determine whether letters, the, the letter of the law as written really matches the intent of the law, the spirit of the law. Why was it enacted to begin with? We have a whole court system designed specifically for that because it's not always an easy, it's not, it's not always an easy, uh, uh, an easy answer, an easy determination. But Christ makes it easy. And it's easy if you know the history. So it's important, ladies and gentlemen, that you, that you know the history, you know scripture, you know where it comes from. If you know where it comes from, then when you and you know what it says, then when you interact with people in your daily life, you can you can equate it. You can equate it to scripture, and then scripture will give you the answer how to react, how to understand what things mean, how they mean. In 2019, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, back and forth about what truth is. Well, my friends, it's very simple what truth is. Jesus is the truth. He says it, I am the truth, the way, and the life. The truth is what Jesus speaks, is what you should speak. The way is the way in which Jesus lived. That's how you should try to live. The life is the life that Jesus led. And that's the life that you should try to lead. Helping others, being compassionate to others, lifting others up comforting the afflicted but not being afraid to afflict the comforted 
calling it like we see it because that's part of the truth. That's part of the truth that we are called to speak. The truth that Christ calls you to speak and calls you to be. That Paul says when you speak truthfully and stand strong in the armor of God. With the belt of truth and the breastplate of righteousness. That's the belt of truth. And in order to understand it, in order to speak it, in order to wear it, you have to read it. You have to be educated in it. And that's what we're trying to do here today. We try to come to you on these Wednesdays to educate you on Scripture, trying to educate you in the biblical text and the biblical stories about what Christ does and what He says and what He leads and how He leads, how He heals. And if you can just take these few minutes every Wednesday to tune into this podcast, it can get you one more step further in your journey towards Christ, one more step further in your journey to become a Christian American or, or to become a better Christian American. You can leave a, leave just a little bit better life. You can understand just a little bit more. You can be just a little bit more prepared to the next challenge and the next obstacle that you face in this life. The next uh, question that comes your way from a, either a believer or a non-believer. And you can be able to answer with some kind of conviction, with some kind of history, some kind of knowledge. The way Christ was able to look back at the Old Testament and, and reference it to get his point across with David and uh 1 Samuel 21. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to contribute to the Christian American community, if you want to see you know, continuous uh, to, to, to provide support to us, for us, go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. That's ChristianAmericanTees, all one word, ChristianAmericanTees, T-E-E-S.com. And pick yourself up a Christian American Tea Tank sweatshirt or hoodie. You can also pick yourself up a, 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 a grocery tote a coffee mug or uh, iPhone cases. We've got a, a bunch of various material. We're, we're trying to come up with new ideas and new designs each and every day. Go to ChristianAmericanTees.com. Pick yourself up a, a Christian American tea that you can sport similar to the one that I got on right now. You can also contribute to the community by going to YouTube, searching Good Morning Christian America and subscribing to the YouTube channel. You can go to Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor Podcasts, and search Good Morning Christian America. Subscribe to the audio-only podcast so you can take this podcast on the go. You can go to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Parlor, and search Christian American Community and like and share our page, follow our pages on all those flat platforms. And that way you can you can stay in touch with the Christian American community. You can receive Christian American content. You can tune in to this Good Morning Christian America podcast every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and be provided with intermittent periodic videos that we produce uh, when we're trying to get a message out. We don't have much time, but you can stay in tune. It'll keep your senses focused, hopefully, on the two most important things in this in this world, Christ being number one in this country, maintaining this country, maintaining its Judeo-Christian values, maintaining a community dedicated to Christ first and understanding this to Christian American principles that make this country great, individual freedoms based on individual salvation, 
based on the divinity, the spark of divinity in each one of us that was granted, that, that was placed by God from our very inception. Understanding that. If you understand that beginning, you understand where we're at today, how we become as a country and a society and what they're trying to tear down which we cannot let happen. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, until Friday, when we focus on the family, you guys stay on fire for Christ, stay out there, spread the good news, spread the good message, do good works, be the light of Christ that Jesus calls you to be, be the salt of the earth that he calls you to be. And until Friday, you guys stay on fire for Christ, stay blessed. Good morning, Christian America.